Do you want to hear one of the things that my husband slash fiance did the other night? Are we going to call him husband slash fiance until you're actually married? Yeah, probably. Okay, then yeah, lay it on me. <laughs> yeah, so he has a habit of um, talking and doing things in his sleep. Okay. And the other night, uh, he bonked me three times in the head, ripped the loudest fart I've ever heard, and then <laughs> silently got up and left the room. Where did he go? <laughs> like, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure I found him asleep on the couch. <laughs> Welcome to Your Mom's a Hoax Podcast, where we talk about all things weird creepy spooky strange i am brenna one of your hosts and i am alexis your other host and we like to record things twice around here because i delete the audio on accident it is true yeah it is true so <laughs> round two how are you <laughs> i'm good i'm good um so i am recently engaged very exciting um I usually refer to Arthur as my husband, but I guess now the technical term would be fiancé, as we are officially planning our wedding. It is very, very exciting. I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, Show TikTok the ring. Ah, yes. That's it. It's very blurry. Oh, it focused. Wow. That it makes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's pretty when it's focused. <laughs> I know. Very exciting. Um, pretty big weekend. It was very romantic. Very cute. Very well thought out. Um, yeah. And apparently he was very, very nervous, which I think is really f- I, something about that makes me laugh. Because um, <laughs> what are you going to do? No. Yeah, it's. I mean, we we own a house together and have a child together. I think we're pretty. But we started, no. We started planning the wedding, like, a month before he asked. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't want to marry you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but he he was apparently very, very nervous. He he really wanted to make it, like, very special, and he did a really great job. So, very cute. Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm excited. What about you? Not much. I just wrangle dogs (laughs) and go to work. And um, happy Thanksgiving to yes. everybody that celebrates Thanksgiving. Um, we're thankful for you guys. Yes, we are. We are. And I'm particularly thankful for stuffing. Um, what I am not thankful for uh, is the fact that I I did, I will be trying on wedding dresses on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't um, know why you did that. <laughs> yeah, so... With a bowl full of, uh, a belly full of stuffing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm running in there. Yup. Yup. <laughs> it's gonna be um, great. <laughs> but yeah, we're very thankful for you guys. And, uh, yes. thanks for, you know, listening to the Disney and the Devil's Backbone up again last week. Yes. Brenna was out of commission. I was, yeah. I sounded pretty, pretty nasty. Pretty disgusting, you guys, actually. You guys want to hear it? I've got it. I mean, Don't you worry. I'm <laughs> she play said. It. She said. I, I'm actually not going to wait for a response. You guys want to hear it? Oh, what are they going to do? Yes, we want to hear it. Well, I mean, it's I just can't me. hear them. It's just me. It's just you. It's just us. Are you ready? 
Oh, it's so gross. This what I sound like currently is not great. Is not even good. It's slightly below average. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were not recording a whole app and giving that to y'all. <laughs> no, yeah, and that was like on a good day. Um, right. There, was, <laughs> there were days prior to that where I literally could not speak above a whisper. Uh, yeah, so it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So we yeah. appreciate your patience. Um, yeah. Without further ado. Oh, let's do. Yes. Yes, let's Lay do it. it on me. Give me how, the Fae. Yes. So where we left off with the Fae, we talked about a little bit of background. Um, and we went into several different types of Fae folk. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, we are going into some tips and tricks for mer- fairy magic. Um, and a guide to surviving the Fae. As well as some specifics on a certain type of fae called kelpies i do like that you're going to teach us how to survive them because i want one to clean my house yes um my general tip for surviving the fae is to not engage but uh, here's the thing what were those little things called bugaboos or whatever the fuck i don't remember what they're called malevolent brownies are what you're thinking of yes a brownie um i want one of them little fuckers in my house (laughs) So, you better teach me how to live with them. All right. Heidi, hush! So, getting into it. First and foremost, uh, fey mm-hmm. lie. They can and they do lie. Great. Um, and a lot of them are evil and do try to cause harm. So, just something to keep in the back of your head. Now, if you're going to engage in fey magic, it should be done for a specific purpose that you already know. Otherwise... You're just asking for shit to hit the fan. That's fair. Now, it's always good to keep in mind that if you do practice fairy magic and the fae ends up causing harm, even if you didn't mean for it to, that negative energy will come back to bite you in the ass three times worse. Great. So, just... Moose, that's you in the mirror. It's you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He was going to start barking at himself. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So... As we kind of discussed prior, um, the the place that the Fae live in has a couple of different names. Um, so there's the Land of the Fae, the Inner Realm, the Other Land. Um, and uh, it's easier to, like, visit them uh, in the between times. So that's mm-hmm. kind of when the, the so-called Veil is at its thinnest. Um, and that's kind of... Like sunrise, at dusk, midnight, equinoxes, solstices, new moon phases, um, Samhain, which is also um, All Hallows Eve or Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. All of those are kind of good ways to connect with the Fae and spirits. Now, a sign that you may be near fairies is a ring of mushrooms around a tree or in an open space. Did um, you say mushroom singular? Is that the is mushroom the plural of mushroom? No, mushrooms. Many oh, mushrooms. I thought you just I thought you just said a circle of mushroom and I was like, well, that's <laughs> one, not one mushroom. I don't think that's the plural. And then I had to ask, so So yeah, uh, mushrooms. Many, mm-hmm. many mushrooms. And uh, they generally like to like they like to perch on top of them to make it look like they're growing out of the mushroom so they can blend in. <laughs> Which That's sounds really neat. cute. 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> you just perched on top of the mushrooms. <laughs> so, as we kind of discussed um, last week, they are pretty misunderstood, and if they believe that a human has overstepped their limits, they might turn violent. So, they are generally <laughs> okay. concerned with themselves, mm-hmm. but they might be interested in humans if they feel like there's anything, like, unusual about them. Okay, what do you mean? I don't know, maybe they just think you're, like, a like a quirky, quirky little dude. Like, okay. okay. Like, I like that one. He's neat. Yeah. So, some commonly asked questions about the fae. Mm-hmm. Do they have wings? Not necessarily. Okay, great. Yeah. Some do. Some don't. How many fingers do they have? So this can be a, a like, helpful kind of thing to, to help you figure out if something's a fey. Um, so they can have four, five, or six fingers on each hand. So if you find a teeny tiny little human with five fingers, it could be a fey. Or a toddler. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I feel like not... they're smaller than a toddler. Yeah, so that's. I just feel like if I find a tiny little human, I don't need to count their fingers to know that it might be a fairy. I just feel like <laughs> I, we're in a situation of sorts if I've stumbled across something smaller than see, a toddler. <laughs> see, to me, to me, what would be a giveaway is if it had like six fingers. I feel like that seems, or four. It would seem like four or six would be like kind of the more more of a giveaway. Okay, well humans have four fingers sometimes. Okay, yeah, but if they're they tiny, lose one. if they're tiny and also only have plus, like I'm assuming, my assumption is is that if your hand has, like human hands are, like built, to house five appendages, right? Yeah. So if one's missing, it looks like one's missing. So my assumption is, is if there's a creature that's only supposed to have four fingers, then, mm-hmm. like, their hand will look like it's only supposed to have four fingers. I guess I'm still not understanding why you see the small human and you're still like, oh, the hands make it fairy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think maybe, like, based on like some what of the else other, is it going to be? <laughs> yeah, based on some of the other descriptions we have, I feel like I might, I might know. Although maybe I won't know. Who knows? Maybe know. not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Another common question, do fairies have blood? No. Why is that common? And why do they not? <laughs> so, so they are, like, fae folk are, like, spirits in nature, so they don't bleed. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. They don't have to, I guess. <laughs> no, they don't. So, some things that'll help you protect, like, protect yourself and mm-hmm. repel the fae. Mm-hmm. Um some herbs are verbena, dry bread carried in the pocket. That's not an herb, but <laughs> churchyard <laughs> mold. Also not an Which herb. I don't know what that means. It's mold from a churchyard. What do you mean? It's not. It's pretty self-explanatory. Well, okay, yeah, but like, there's also Saint John's wort, and like, if you just take that at face value, you would think it was a wort that belonged to Saint John, but it's a type of herb. Oh. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Churchyard mold could be anything, okay? Some things that that will help you if you encounter a fae. Mm-hmm. Do not eat their food. 
Don't eat mine either, bitch. (laughs) That'll also help you if you encounter me. (laughs) Because you're not supposed to take gifts from them because then you owe them something in return. Mm, And you may not like what they they decide you owe them. No, that's fair. They just be taking what they want. (laughs) Yeah. Do not give them your name. Okay. Don't enter the fairy ring and don't be rude. That last one goes for when you encounter anybody. Don't be fucking rude. Two general ideas that I think you can pretty successfully carry with yourself through life. Do not eat somebody else's food and don't be rude. So names have a lot of power. Um, Mm -hmm. So once a fairy has your name, it can have control over you. So you don't want to like mention, you don't want to tell them your name. Mm, Okay. And uh, since a lot of fairies are evil or tricky... If you enter their ring and you're being rude to them, they can curse you with bad luck or cause you mm. harm. You mean like the mushroom ring? Yes, I do mean the oh, mushroom okay. ring. Okay. Yeah. I, if I see that, I'm minding my own fucking business. So. Oh, yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. So another thing you can use to repel them is cold iron. Um, oh, okay, yeah, let me just shit that out real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's iron, right? So, uh, basically, like, historically, iron is believed to repel, contain, or harm ghost, fairies, witches, and other malevolent supernatural creatures. Mm. Um, So, that's where a lot of, like, lore is. Mm -hmm. So, this comes into a number of different superstitions that we've seen throughout history, like nailing an iron horseshoe to a door, um, which was said to repel evil spirits or bring good luck. Nice. Surrounding a cemetery with an iron fence, so it would contain the souls of the dead. That still happens. Yes. Or burying an iron knife under the entrance to your home, which was alleged to keep witches away. What if the witches get the knife? Well, I mean, like, I don't think they can... If we're operating... they can't get it? Yeah, if we're operating under the assumption that, like, the iron repels them, Mm -hmm. I don't know that they can just, like, dig it up and, like, take it. No, that's fair, I guess. Somebody yeah. else can. Yeah. And that's they, a they'd problem. Have, they'd have to have a friend. Be like, hey, yeah. I'm going to fuck this guy up. Go well, I just knife. mean a murderer. I don't mean anything <laughs> supernatural. I just mean, like, a killer. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but you'd have to know that the knife was buried there. Well, if you're burying something right in front of your front door, people are going to fucking see you. You have neighbors. I guess. I guess. The horseshoe idea above your doorway also is helpful in warning off fairies um and again that goes back into the fact that they're supernatural beings and naturally repelled by iron um Mm -hmm. and because horseshoes were an easy like source of iron they were pretty easy to nail to the door oh and everybody had them yeah so um as we've seen in the movie maleficent Mm-hmm. which right, she is a fairy she's a fay maleficent is a fay is she i thought she, she was is. a witch no she's a fay she's her faithful. sister was a witch and what was her sister a princess, a princess. she wore a crown and she, she came, came down, down in a, in a bubble, bubble dog. dog i think that vine has come up in i think now three episodes of ours i can't help it it's my favorite thing on the it's internet so, it's so funny Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh my god. Okay, so 
Iron chains um, were also said to be able to hold a dragon captive, and iron frames were very popular for children for children's beds, um, because then the idea was that if the bed frame was iron, they couldn't be snatched um, by supernatural creatures, particularly fairies. Uh, okay. Because again, if you take something from a fairy that they offer you, they're coming for something of yours, and it might be your children. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying. Between them and the mob, your kids aren't safe. <laughs> um, they also might swap the infants. <laughs> what for? One of their own? I don't like this one anymore. I'm gonna take yours. Ha ha! No, what? so um, I believe that would tie into changelings. So they would swap them with it, which are kind of like a whole other, I think changelings would probably fall under the umbrella as like fey folk, but they would also probably be their own like creature. Anyways, yeah, they would swap infants. Yeah. So some fun, fun little facts. Great. Right? Okay. Now we're going to discuss Kelpies a little bit. Yeah. Now, Kelpies are shape-shifting water spirits found in Celtic, t- Celtic mythology and especially in Scotland. Mm. So they generally hang around the different locks and the rivers. Okay. And they're said to appear as a horse or a pony. Um, but they can disguise themselves by taking human form, which, um, as we've heard in the previous half of this episode, there are a bunch of different types of fae that can shapeshift, um, much like changelings, as previously mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and different other different Celtic creatures. So I don't like it. <laughs> of course, there's very yeah. I don't I don't like that at all. I particularly the changelings. Those really creep me out. Yeah, I don't like something about that. Yeah, don't be shape shifted on me and shit. I'll be doing all that. So of course, there's um a bunch of different like the 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 mythology varies from place to place but there are a couple of common descriptions so they like to appear as a really beautiful horse or pony so they can entice travelers or children um but if anybody tried to tame one of them they would become stuck and then would swiftly be dragged into like a river or a lock and drowned great yeah awesome you know kangaroos kind of do that too right I think we've talked about that before. Kangaroos are terrifying. Yep, they'll just drown you for no reason. Yeah. Kangaroos are fairies now. Honestly, um, tracks. Tracks. But yeah, that's fucking scary and manipulative, and I don't like that shit. Yeah. So, they can also appear human, and they generally take the form of a charming, handsome man who would persuade people to come with the, with him into the water, um, and again would drown them. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Are we just <laughs> drowning people? It's pretty rude. Yeah, pretty yeah. fucking rude. <laughs> pretty, pretty rude. Now, one popular story um, is that like one by one children would begin disappearing from uh from a small village um and of course nobody knows where they're going until a child stumbles upon a pony by the lock side it strokes its nose and becomes stuck um and as the kelpie dashes towards the lock the child manages to get free by cutting off their own finger oh 
Yeah, pretty pretty Poor rough. kid. Yeah, right? Uh, but at least he didn't drown. So, no, that's fair. I'd rather know. lose a finger than drown, for sure, but damn. You win some, you lose some, really. Yeah, for sure, but still damn. Yes. Now, of course, with all legends, there's usually a reason why we tell them, um, and this is probably rooted in the culture of the time um, to serve as a warning for children to avoid dangerous stretches of water. Yeah, because so, they can't swim. I can't swim. I can't swim. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, that's a fact. I don't know how. I can doggy paddle. But like I mean, if, a, if a cruise ship goes down and I'm on it, I'm going to drown. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I think that's probably true for most people. <laughs> like, just being legit. <laughs> Honest. Um, I'm not swimming nowhere. Yeah. So, how do you keep your children from drowning? Uh, tell them that a horse is going to drag them into the water and drown them. Oh, yeah, so they're traumatized for the rest of their fucking lives. <laughs> yeah. But I... Fuck them. Fuck those kids. <laughs> a little messed up? Yes. Effective? Also, yes. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Wow. Well, you could I'm just saying. tell them, hey, if you go in there by yourself, you're gonna drown. Yeah. You could. Or... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, if you wanted to capture a Kelpie... Which, initially, I was like, why would you want to do that? Uh, But also, I can't imagine that, like, if there's this, like, horse creature or handsome man that's just dragging people down into the lock, I can get, I I get why you would want to capture them to maybe stop that from happening. No, that's fair, I guess. That's a valid reason. (laughs) I'm thinking just leave them the fuck alone and don't talk to, because I feel like if you don't talk to them, then, like, they're not going to fuck with you. Yeah, fair. Fair. But also, um... As somebody with a child, uh, my my kid would absolutely try to pet the horse. That's fair. <laughs> she would. She would. Okay, yeah, we gotta capture him then. Yeah. So, now, as mentioned above, they can appear human. So, by doing, like, they, like, shed their, like, bridle, and then they appear human, Right? the fuck is a bridle oh like a horse yeah so okay they turn human by shedding their bridle if you're able to get that bridle you would become Mm -hmm. the kelpie's master Mm. yes so there are stories of women stealing a kelpie's bridle and then forcing them into marriage in their human form get fucked Yes. Fucking drown people. Find out. I'll make you marry me. <laughs> I guess. Like, does that make no. sense? <laughs> These stories generally end in tragedy. Um, you know. Because I feel like trying to marry a fae folk and forcing them into marriage probably wouldn't end well. But you never know. Maybe it'll. Maybe it's love. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> maybe it's love. Maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> now. They are said to have the strength and the stamina of ten horses. So Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. Go ahead. Oh my god. So their bridles were highly sought after by lords um, and their families. And there are a lot of stories as well about them being captured and forced to work in the fields and drive the millstones uh, for the lords. What the fuck is with people that, like, have a little bit of money back in the day being like, ah, 
you work for me now. Not only do you work for me, I own you. What? Yeah, it's not it's not good. Mind your own fucking business. Why do we do that? Yeah. Like it doesn't like outside of this, we did that with real people. I am all for keeping a malevolent horse spirit from murdering children. Yeah, put them in jail. However, <laughs> I feel like you're playing with fire if you're like, no, now you work for me. Because yeah. they're sneaky uh, and vengeful. Yeah. I mean, that one that I wanted to clean my house, I wanted him to clean my house, but I didn't want to own him. Yeah. I wanted to share a cake in the kitchen. Yeah. So, there is a rumor that is still persistent to this day, and... It's an ancestral heirloom, which is said to be a Kelpie's bridle taken from a Kelpie from the Loch Schlod. Sloshed. Is this like a real thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, by a member of the McGregor clan and passed down through generations. Now, the McGregors have never confirmed it, but it is a rumor that still exists. Okay, I will say, like, I don't think I would confirm it either. Well, even if you do, who's going to believe you? Yeah, there's that. And also, like, man, I don't, I don't want somebody knowing what I got in my sleeve. Also, they had that fairy, like, trapped. Yeah. This whole time. Well, I mean, like, I don't know how... I mean, I, I yeah, I think if they're supernatural beings, they probably have a different lifespan than us. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that's going pretty well for them, for them to still have it. Nobody's, like, tragically died yet. Yeah good for them i know it yeah it is also said that if you uh strike a kelpie in human form uh, it'll just shift back to its horse form and run away so i guess nice. if all else fails just smack it <laughs> <laughs> so what have we learned if a really handsome man comes up to you by the water smack him. smack the shit out of him smack him smack him <laughs> just smack him Oh my goodness. Some similar legends um, to Kelpies. Uh, um, pretty much like there are a lot of different malevolent shape-shifting animal creatures across all European cultures. Um, one of them is the Orcadian legend of the Nuggle. The what? <laughs> you just be trying to say these words like they ain't funny. <laughs> <laughs> The Kabul Ushti from the Manx folklore, um, and the more generic changeling found in Irish mythology. Mm, so not a generic changeling. <laughs> yeah, generic changelings. So are they evil? Yeah, they're pretty malevolent. Um, again, they they drown they drown people. The great value changelings. Oh, I know. I mean, like Kelpies. Are they? Evil? Oh, okay. Yes, sorry, they're malevolent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. And, of course, when Christianity Christianity arrived in Celt- Celtic Scotland. Wow, fucking words, dude. Mm-hmm. They're when, hard, for sure. When the Christians got there, uh, this idea of a hooved human tied pretty nicely in with their idea of Satan. So, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, they latched on to the existing belief of the Celtic people and pretty much associated... Uh, their existing beliefs with Satan, um, witchcraft, and evil. Great. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much what I got for you on this topic. So well, hopefully now you know how to not get got 
by the Fae. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that is still out there, and there's a lot of different type of Fae folk, and so I covered just a couple of different topics within that umbrella, uh, mm-hmm. but it's pretty interesting. Nice. Well, uh, yeah. speaking of the Christians, uh, I'm yes. just making shit up sometimes. <laughs> um, that leads us very nicely into part two of the Satanic Panic. Woo! Satanic Panic! And I feel like I say things on here. I am Christian. I do believe in God. I've got yes. my own relationship with him. I just think that this shit is insane. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we doing? It's also, so, like, ch- also going off of that, um, I always find it interesting when we talk about, like, witchcraft and stuff, because I have so many spell books, and, like, actively, like, I make my own incense, like, I am You're the devil. Into the witchcraftery. Uh, so it Satan. Always, it's always interesting. Um, now you I just are. need to find out. Uh, do me a favor, and the next time I come over, put an iron knife outside your house, and we'll find out if I can enter or not. Okay, cool. I can't wait to see um, how that goes. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do that. a good time. Take For sure. <laughs> And then you just won't be able to come in, and then you'll have to go home. Damn. So I'm not picking the knife up. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not allowed in my home. (laughs) Damn. No, I'm just kidding. You're totally allowed in. What is this, Salem? Yes. (laughs) Circa 1600s, yeah. (laughs) Damn. Um, Burner. Anywho, last week where we left off, we talked about um, that cute little daycare where they thought there were baby-eating sharks in the pools, and they were riding fucking hot air balloons around the world and chuck norris and chuck norris was there too yeah for some fucking reason <laughs> never stepped foot in a baby su- in a babysitter never stepped foot in a daycare center but um yeah he he was there with the satanist just vibing i guess yep um so on to other parts of the satanic panic now people were like ah scary movies because it's the 80s ah, and those yes. kind of became like a big thing um, and from scary movies, there became, like, these B-level, B-rated oh, horror movies, you know what I mean? My favorite. Oh, absolutely the best the, fucking horror movies out there. Give me an 80s B-rated horror movie any day of the week, and I'm oh, there. yeah, for sure. Um, and so there kind of became this, like, subgenre, I guess, of movies that used, like, heavy metal and they were all based around like the satanic panic and like cults in the woods and they had titles like rock and roll nightmare (laughs) black roses and trick-or-treat which trick-or-treat featured one ozzy osbourne (gasps) as an evangelical preacher (laughs) incredible yeah so people are really just leaning into it there's like a whole subgenre and for people that don't take it all that seriously it's pretty fun but for people that are scared (laughs) yeah they're like oh god (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne! Ozzy Osbourne! (laughs) Sharon! Oh god! He's back! Oh god! (laughs) Not Ozzy! (laughs) So, from the movies, we'll move on to the toy aisle. Uh, Your local, your your local Toys R Us. Uh, The devil, the devil is alive and well in this Toys R Us. Honestly, Um, I've thought that for years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, People, I don't know, they saw him in a lot of the, like, action figures and stuff that were coming out, like He-Man, Thundercats, and even the Smurfs. Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> the Smurfs, Ozzy Osbourne, He-Man, and Thundercats, all the devil. Oh, God. Obviously. I don't know why the Smurfs, like, of all, hello? They're little demons. 
I mean, I believe it. They are mischievous for sure, but they're if anything, they're more... Folk. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. If anything, they're more fey folk than the devil. I believe it. The Smurfs are fey folk. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. And that man's just trying to catch them because they cause mischievous. Mischievous. <laughs> Whatever the word is, they're mischievous. <laughs> Mischief makers, if you will. Yes. The issue with He-Man was that people thought, like, He-Man was more powerful, I guess, than, like, Jesus. Okay, so my issue with that is this. Uh-huh. Right, if you believe in Jesus, right? Yeah. And you believe Jesus uh-huh. is God, right? Right? Fair. Yeah. But you Fair. also believe that He-Man, <laughs> a, a fictional character is somehow stronger than Jesus, who is also God. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of on you. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you individual. believe, yeah, Jesus is God, then, like, why are you thinking that He-Man is strong? Like, He-Man's a fictional character. <laughs> like, that's on you. <laughs> He-Man's a cartoon. <laughs> that's on you, my <laughs> guy. <laughs> like, just, hello? Just don't. Just don't. I, what? There- also pretty worried about the villain in He-Man, Skeletor, because um, oh, yes. he actually, like, yeah, he did practice the, the magical arts. Ah, oh, yeah, well, we um, can't have fictional characters practicing no. magic. No, we can't. Even I'm, the fictional characters can't be witches. We all saw Fantasia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. And it scarred most of us for life. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, flying titties in there. Maybe I didn't watch Fantasia. Yeah, go what back the and fuck watch. Are you talking about? Go back and watch Fantasia, or just Google okay. Fantasia boobs. Okay, I'll do that later. Um, so, anyways, the Smurfs, though, like we were discussing, being faithful, folk. Um, there's this yeah. author, Phil Phil Phillips, which I fucking hate <laughs> it when people do that. I hate it when people do that. Fucking be creative. Don't you do can't it, think of Phil thing. Phillips. It's not his fault that that's his name, but it's fucking unfortunate. So this Phil Phillips character, he wrote a book Stupid. called uh, t- <laughs> called Turmoil in the Toy Box. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, he basically says in his book that while these little creatures are meant to do no harm, though that I think is maybe in question, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they're maybe intending to harm at least that one guy. They're a little mischievous. Yeah. Um, anyways, they're pr- pretty much called out for, quote, having blue and... For being blue and having black lips, How something that, he, yeah, something that he says represents a corpse. Uh, oh yeah. How dare they? How dare they? Uh, also, I... see the blue man group. <laughs> <laughs> also, Satanists. <laughs> they, they are also the devil. <laughs> let the record show we don't think the blue man group is the devil no, don't let start the record with the show, blue man group let, let the record show i do think the blue man group is the devil and i stop. am beefing with them <laughs> stop it <laughs> last week it was mark Wahlberg, okay, and now no, this no but i actually am beefing with mark Wahlberg. no me too Fuck I'm, him. I'm only play beefing with the blue man group but mark Wahlberg, you better know i'm not joking <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but I am dead serious. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> moving on from that, all these fucking, I don't know, with the fucking babysitters and the fucking daycare, it's not babysitters, I keep calling them that, but with the daycare centers yeah. and the Manson family and like, <laughs> and I don't know, smurf. all of the Smurfs <laughs> and the heavy metal. <laughs> The police are tripping, okay? <laughs> Heidi, shut up! 
So the police are just on like high alert. Everybody, everybody worships <laughs> the got devil so now. Much to worry about. They've got a lot going on. The fucking Smurfs aren't gonna fucking stop themselves. <laughs> like, no, no, He Man's out there. <laughs> He's stronger than Jesus. He's plotting your demise. I mean, and honestly, if He Man's out there and he's stronger than Jesus, what are the police going to do, anyways? Yeah. What, what are you going to do? Nothing. It's just He Man and the Smurfs behind him. Like, huzzah! Skeletor's vibing in the, in the background. He's like, eh. <laughs> and the police are like, well. <laughs> Fuck. We're in Revelations now. God, they're Toddy playing D and D. Oh God. Um, we're saying all this like it's a joke, but like people were really scared. <laughs> like, okay, in that hypothetical situation where mm-hmm. He Man, the Skir- the Smurfs, and Skeletor are all playing D and D together, <laughs> yeah. Do you think He Man would be the dungeon master, or do you think Papa Smurf would be? <laughs> It's Papa Smurf. It's 110 percent. He's taking no shit from nobody. He doesn't even want to play the game. He's just here because it makes everybody else happy. God damn it. Papa Smurf's the fucking dungeon master. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 110 yeah, percent. Skeletor is the bard. You already know that. <laughs> so as far like outside of Dungeon Master, that's my that's my extent of knowledge on the Dungeons and Dragons. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, all of the people that play Dungeons and Dragons probably just laughed, I hope. Um, if you didn't, you're no longer welcome at the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> just kidding. Come back! I'm lying. I love you. We're lying. Please stay. Did you hear us earlier when we said it's Thanksgiving and that we're, yeah, thankful, we're thankful for you? you. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. They're just really having issues. Um, I guess so. The police are. Everything everything is Satanists. Yeah. Everywhere they look. Um Yeah. So from there, everybody's terrified. We're gonna talk about uh the Acid King of New Jersey. Oh. I listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I there were a lot of things I expected in this episode. <laughs> that wasn't one of them. You're getting it. I'm so glad we're I have here. to go see what they're barking at. Hold on. Okay. Insert elevator music. <laughs> Pretty sure this is tequila and not the bossa nova elevator music we use, but that's fine. Tequila! What? Why you look like you're holding back a laugh? Uh, cause I did tequila. <laughs> the song. It's just for you to hear. You edit these. <laughs> I might use it. Okay, you it do whatever you need to. Just to cut to me <laughs> poorly singing tequila. It's like you laugh. Um. So yeah, the Acid King. Yes. Tell me about it. Also, him. I don't know if she left it in or not, but my dogs were barking at nothing. Of course. Yes. Because why wouldn't wonderful. they wonderful. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? Um, so there's this kid, Ricky Casso. You see the and, acid uh, king? Yeah. Is the acid king's name Ricky? I think so. I didn't expect um, that. <laughs> so 
he was a teenager in the 80s and like most of the devil worshippers in the 80s he was yeah. doing drugs and listening to heavy metal how dare he how dare he and um it says that his crimes were so violent and hard to comprehend uh that he was like branded as a satanist and was proof that like the devil was living in suburbia so he did commit violent crimes yes never mind fuck you ricky yeah fuck you ricky all right <laughs> But it just, like, this Ricky guy just, like, adds fuel to the fire. Yeah. Like, he's doing the drugs and the heavy metal. Yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah, the yeah, heavy yeah. metal. I was I was with him when he was just, like, tripping acid. Because, you know, do, do your own thing, I guess. Whatever. Who am I to judge? Uh, I am not with you when you smart start committing violent crimes. Yeah. Now we, um, we're now gonna, we can't be cool. No, we can't. Because you're an asshole. So yeah. we're going to get into them a little bit. Ooh, so it's okay. like yeah june of 18 or 1894 sorry june of 1984 um and this ricky asshole like basically went into the woods with three other kids um mm -hmm. i say kids they're like teenagers i guess um but they're at north point long island and one of them gary lowers Ga gary lowers um was unfortunately stabbed to death by oh. queso and like there's more descriptive things, but just know that it got pretty gross from there. Um, and that the two other boys that were out there with him, like, were witnesses, mm -hmm. obviously. And they said that Lowers said, or, sorry. Um, it said that Ricky was, like, forcing Gary to say that he loved Satan before <gasps> he murdered him. Um, but there was, like, this big media frenzy after the murder, and, like, it, we really don't know... Yeah. Exactly what happened, and uh, Ricky oh. died by suicide oh. like a month later. Mm. So, and there's like, I don't know, varying degrees of, you know, truth yeah. out there. So, like, we don't really know what happened exactly. But the two teens did say they were pretty much stoned as hell, like peak, yeah. like Mount Everest level fucked up. Um, and so, like, I don't know. They would change their stories a lot because they don't remember what happened. Yeah. Because they were high. So, I don't know. But the media took it and ran with it like they do most things here in this country. And they were yeah. like, ah, Satan! Yeah. Yeah. So. Which I feel like takes away from the actual tragedy that happened. Was that these kids were abusing drugs and then, like, killed their friend. Yeah. Like, that's that's the tragedy. Like, we don't need right. to bring, it's... like, the fear of Satan worshipping. What we need to discuss is the fact that somebody died, and that's mm -hmm. horrible. Mm -hmm. And, like, the issues of, like, kids doing drugs at such a young age. Yeah. Especially acid. But, no, we're gonna say that Satan did it, so nobody has to take real responsibility for their actions, and we yeah. can just scream about it to push our narrative. Yeah. That's like what we're gonna do. That's irresponsible. <laughs> Yes. Um, I don't know. From there, though, there's this, like, recovery memory therapy. Oh, yeah. And apparently people are, like, going through this and, like, remembering their satanic abuse in previous lives. I don't know. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> yeah, it's like a, like, like, you're talking about past life regression or something like that. I, I guess kind of. I see. Okay. The problem with that for me is that our minds are mm -hmm. pretty malleable. And, like, mm -hmm. even as adults, you can implant memories that never happened. 
Yeah. Well, people believe their own bullshit. Like, yeah. Some people out there just like lie to themselves so much that they're like, ah, oh, this is the truth now. And I feel yeah. like it can be the same when yeah. you're like, well, it's like with all the kids in the preschool. Where did the bad man touch you? Yes. And like, that's that when you like, you can pretty easily implant trauma into somebody's brain. Um, and that is one. Now they actually have that trauma. Even though it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. <laughs> like, that's an issue. Yeah. Right. Um, so a lot of these people came along. The word in here says hucksters. I don't, I've never heard that word before. <laughs> hucksters. Um, but they were basically like, yeah, we're therapists. And we're going to help you, like, recover your memories. Um, so you can discover very awful things about yourself. Good. And yeah, then work through that. them. 10 out of 10. Incredible. <clears throat> Except whenever you recover these horrible memories, since we don't have any value on mental health at the time, you're just going to have all this trauma now and be upset. Good. I love that. Let's create trauma for people and then not help them through it. Basically, like, they convince these people to believe, like you said, like, implanted memories of them being, like, involved in, like, ritualistic abuse and, like, cannibalism mm -hmm. and satanic murders and shit. Like, it's just bad shit. And, like, mm -hmm. none of it was real, like you said, but, like... They thought it happened, so yeah. they're traumatized. So, I don't know. That became a big thing, and um, it really just, like, played into just the whole, I don't know, atmosphere at the time. Yeah. Because now we've got people that are like, oh, I was a Satanist, when, like, they weren't. Yeah. They weren't. Um, so then we're going to go and jump down to the birth of the Ouija board, as per discussed earlier uh, uh, yes. in, like, the last ep. Um, so the Ouija board is, like, everybody's seen one. I'm sure everybody listening has seen one, but it's got, mm -hmm. like, the whole alphabet on it from A to Z. It's got, like, a yes and a no and a thank you, I think. Yeah, and thank like you numbers. and goodbye. Yeah, thank you and goodbye and, like, numbers at the bottom. And you take this little, I don't know what it's called, but you planchette. take this little thingy. Yep, a planchette. And then it, like, supposed to, you're supposed to be able to communicate with, like, the dead or what spirits or whatever. Mm -hmm through this like you ask it questions and then it spells out the answer or answers yes or no whatever typically it's a bunch of like junior high children mm -hmm. holding it and then one push person pushes it real hard and everybody scrapes yes <laughs> that's what happens <laughs> um but it was basically like the belief that you can communicate through this board with mm -hmm. the other side yeah so naturally when these start being like Coming a thing uh, during the 19th century, um, people people started to freak out. Yeah, and like they became such a big thing because like lots of people were dying and like there was a lot of war and like deaths during childbirth and diseases mm -hmm. and stuff. So like people were like, I'm going to talk to my loved ones. Yes. Um. And for I guess a long time, it says here that a long time it was socially acceptable when they were first around. I guess in the 19th century, people were pretty cool with the Ouija board. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Pop culture kind of changes it because then you start putting it in things like horror movies and like yeah, talking to ghosts and like based on a true story movies that like probably aren't based on a true story. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and I think like they were, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they were originally like a children's toy. Oh, um, cool. And uh, they, like, were used during the spiritual movement. Like, there was a lot of... And, of course, like, during the spiritual movement, a lot of people talked to... Tried to talk to dead. Like, seances were really big. Yeah. Real big. 
Oh, and death was viewed differently. But then, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, they, like, the movies like The Exorcist and stuff come out, and it's like, oh, that's real, and, like, you shouldn't be talking to them. And I don't think, I don't know if Ouija boards work or not, but I don't think you should be fucking around with one and finding out. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, my great-grandmother um, used to hold seances, which I always think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Uh, yeah, anything that could potentially invite something from the other side, uh, is mm-hmm. a, is a no-go for me. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's not asking a, it to come over here. I'm, I'm not, I'm not particularly for it. Uh, rather, right. <laughs> rather it works most of the time or not, if there is the potential for it to work. I don't want it. That's a no thank you. I don't know what's coming through that door and I don't want to know. Yeah. And, um... I don't know. The satanic panic still affects us to this very day. Yes. There are real life people, um, you know, like the West Memphis Three, mm-hmm. and I think there was a group of women. Yes. Down in Texas, maybe. Um, that there is some satanic panic issue with. Uh, I don't know if it's the same one you're thinking of, um, but it was a group of women who happened to be lesbians. Yes. And they were accused of. Um, assaulting some some young children um and it would like all tied back to like satanist stuff and yeah um yeah they did not do it they're innocent right let the record show they they were yes (laughs) they were and so are the west memphis three and so are the yes um but it still just like comes up a lot like those people really went to jail Mm-hmm. You know, for that idea, for that fear that people had. And, like, yeah. yes, some of them are out now. Like, the West Memphis Three guys are out. But, like, yeah. not everybody is. And it's still, like, an issue. People still get f- scared of, like, the boogeyman in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and, like, it also still comes out uh, when people, like, with Pizzagate, when people were, like, accusing, I guess, Hillary Clinton of being part of, like, a child sex ring. Mm-hmm. Or a child sex trafficking ring. Sorry, I didn't say that right. But, like, just, I don't know. Like, people still are paranoid and, like, freaking out about stuff. And, like, this guy lost his pizzeria and shit because of issues. Like, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. So, it just, I don't know. It still exists even today. Mm -hmm. And um, now it gets kind of even worse, like, because we have things like QAnon and stuff that have come about. And, like... yeah. I don't know. It just is getting scarier and scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I guess people, I guess, like, Amanda Knox. You've heard of Amanda Knox, yes. too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess people also, there was, like, an issue of her being, like, a Satanist or something. Because, like, that murder of her um, yeah. roommate was, like, the day after Halloween. So yeah. they thought it was, like, a sexual sacrificial thing. That poor so, girl, man. I know. She was really just trying to live her life. You know, and, like, there's still issues, like, um, people that play Dungeons and Dragons are still kind of vilified or seen as, like, outcasts mm-hmm. or, like, weird and, like, um, when really they're just people that like a game. Yeah. Well, you know, they just like to play their game. Um. I mean, it's not and- particularly different than, like, a video game. It just happens to be, like, more akin to like in person like right we're chilling together yeah <laughs> it's it's literally it's not that big of a deal <laughs> yeah 
And then it, like, I don't know, kind of spins off from there, though, into other things like subliminal messages and the rock music mm-hmm. and the clown thing that happened in 2016 oh. for, like, no reason. I think that started off as, like, um, I want to say, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I want to say I read somewhere that that started off as, like, advertisements for it. I could see that. That was coming out like it was just, like, an advertisement at first, and that's why nothing was, like, happening. And then it was, like, <laughs> Yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah, what the fuck was that? Yeah, genuinely, like, I remember, because that was the year that, that would have been, like, our freshman year of college. Yeah. And it was terrifying. I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember, like, they, because people saw them, like, on campus. Yeah. It was spooky. Uh, my, my friend, Allie, she was my old roommate. She said that she was in, like, the McDonald's drive-thru or Taco Bell or something in Wichita. And um, these guys in clown costumes, like, were coming up to her car, and she said that she, like, cracked the passenger window and, like, reached for her glove compartment and was like, so I have a gun, (laughs) and I'm not scared to use it. And they, like, backed up and left, and she was like, I didn't have a gun. She was like, but I pretended like I did. I was like, what was your plan? She was like, run them the fuck over. I was like, valid, valid. Listen, listen. If need be, my key of soul will become a weapon. (laughs) no shit like listen i listen. will run you down listen like i i'm sorry if you're chase if you're coming at me dressed as a clown i'm already assuming that your intent is harm i'm running you over and i will feel no, no that's shame um, like, so sorry about you there are also very many uh, famous people that uh they think are that we just think are satanists i guess oh okay like we're worried about it the main one being barack obama um, leave that man alone. I, like, I just, the only reason you think he's a Satanist is because he's black and you don't like him because you're racist. Leave, like, leave like, that man up. alone. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> no, like, you can disagree with him politically, that's fine. But let's stop, leave that man alone when it comes to being a Satanist. <laughs> yeah, no, there are conspiracy theories that would suggest that, um... Mr. Obama is no more than a puppet that does everything the devil tells him to. Leave, leave that man alone. Let him wear his tan suits and leave him alone. <laughs> like, just, he's done now. He's not even he's in office anymore. Yeah, he's not even leave there. Leave him be. <laughs> let, him, let him be. Okay. That man aged 90 years in, that, in those eight years he was in there. <laughs> I would too. Leave him alone. Let him be. Um, another person that they think is satanist it's eminem because white boys can't rap (laughs) (laughs) he can rap like that he must be the devil the funniest the funniest thing to me is the fact that somebody was like eminem is too talented therefore he must be in cahoots with the devil that's literally the basis of the argument though like how did he become like this great musician in like a black dominated industry he sold his soul to the devil. That's he had what to people have. think. It's, he had to have. Bars like that come from the devil. <laughs> Straight from the devil's lips to my ears. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yes, yeah, so you're actually too good at your job, so you're Satanist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> um, speaking of other people that are pretty good at their jobs, Jay-Z and Beyonce, obviously Satanists. Um, I don't know how much of a fan I am of Jay-Z, but, like, leave them alone. <laughs> well, I ain't a fan. I ain't been a fan of Jay-Z since Solange beat the shit out of him in that elevator, but that's not that's my business. Valid. <laughs> that's not that my business. Valid. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's, they say they makes the triangle symbol a lot, like the Illuminati, and like, I don't know, that makes him the devil worshiper. I just, like, yeah. let them be. And then, <laughs> obviously, them. Beyonce has to be a devil worshiper because I mean, she's married yeah. to him. Of course. Duh. Um, of course. Also, you can't look that fly and not have sold your soul to the devil. Apparently, yeah. Apparently. You can't, be, can't be too good at your job. Can't look good. These are the rules. So These Beyonce the rules. is both good at her job and looks good. So, um, they say worship. that she employs more sata- satanic symbology than like any other celebrity um, who's at the top of their game, like she is. I guess they just think that like her singing and stuff comes from the devil and not from the fact that like she's got a lot of money and she's really successful and she's won a lot of awards and like produces no. hits after hit after hit. No, it's it's the devil. The devil, yeah. It, it couldn't just simply be her being talented. Mm-hmm. No, it's devil worship. Yeah. And we're going to keep up with those themes uh, when we get to, like, Michael Jackson and Madonna. And, like, Madonna, it's because she, like, was very sexual, obviously, and people were like, she's using her sexuality. No. How dare and, she? And, like, she's mocking religion. No. And people, hey, some like people Like a virgin say, is a bop from the devil or not. Agreed. <laughs> um, but some people also say that, like, she still looks very, very young to be over 50 years old. Because and she's they attribute that. You age like fine wine when you're not problematic. Look at Paul Rudd. That man's never disturbed anybody. Dude, he's vibing. He's vibing. So, like, I don't know. Um, they also think George W. Bush, former U.S. president. Uh. And they say that all of this is because I guess they do like horn gestures a lot, or they're doing like the triangle symbol. All these okay. people are. I well, don't as know. far as the horn gestures go, George W. Bush is from Texas, so that makes yeah. some sense. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty popular school down here. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of it. That that may have something to do with oh I don't know a longhorn. <laughs> Longhorns are the devil. You know, and if that's, if we're saying that this is it, Matthew McConaughey is on the list. Oh, he's definitely. He does it more than anybody. (laughs) Listen, I don't know that politically I enjoyed George W. Bush all that much. However, from what I've heard, he's a really nice guy. He's a nice human being. Uh, Leave that man alone. Also, though, like, and and you can't just... Just because you don't like somebody doesn't mean you can just call them the devil, okay? Took the words right out of my mouth. That was literally the next <laughs> sentence I was going to say. I was like, just because you don't like someone or their politics doesn't make them a, the devil. <laughs> like, you can't just demonize people because yeah, you don't like them. Unless so, it's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, but we're not demonizing him. He demonized himself. Yeah, no, he's just a shitty person. Yeah. Um, um, and that's not Satan worship. That's just you sucking. Boom. Yep. But yeah, that's kind of kind of what I got for today. Stop. Um, Listen, okay. <laughs> when you say these, whether it be somebody you like or you don't like, but I think in the, in most cases, when you're directing it to somebody you don't like, when you say mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't like them," therefore the reasons that I don't like them has to be because they worship the devil. Mm-hmm. Even if what you are saying is valid and the reasons you don't like them are valid when you say things like it's because they worship the devil you're negating any actual Mm -hmm. like 
like any accountability to their actions like with that guy that's the supposed acid king when you say oh it's because he's a satan worshiper you're taking away the responsibility that he actively had in making a decision to take somebody's life he's accountable for that it's not the devil it's not that he was a satan worshiper he has Mm -hmm. to be held accountable for that Right. You can't just, I mean, it goes back to like the instant forgiveness that we talked about a few episodes ago with like the family and stuff. Like you can't just be instantly forgiven. You have to be held accountable for your actions. Like you can't just have a cop out and you're giving people a cop out by saying like devil worshippers. Yeah. No, like you, you, you did that like period. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't take away from the fact that they actively did that by saying like, well, it was because they're a devil worshiper. No, it's because they, they made a bad decision. They did mm-hmm. a terrible thing, and they get to be held accountable for that. Yeah. Period. Period. And just stop telling, stop, stop, t- t- Beyonce does not worship the devil. Leave her alone. Leave- Honestly, <laughs> she's been through enough. Have you guys listened? Like, the freaking lemonade? <laughs> for real. A woman's been through it. Her sister beat the shit out of her husband in an elevator. Leave Honestly, that woman alone. <laughs> a power move, though. I mean, sometimes you gotta whoop a man's ass. Yeah. But let people take responsibility for their actions. Yeah. And uh, and if you think He-Man is stronger than Jesus, that is on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's on you, my guy. He-Man and the Smurfs, though? <laughs> That's, you... That is an issue, not an ishmi. Like... No army in the world could stop them. <laughs> he is a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> so are the Smurfs, but apparently they are the devil. <laughs> That's on you, dog. Yeah, it is. Why? <laughs> like, you can think... Jesus is divine. You can think of him as any way you want. And you decided to think of him as not as strong as he man. <laughs> I guess we're talking... I mean, I don't know. Oh, he's God, but he's not He-Man God. Does that imply that He-Man... Uh, you well, that. Hold on. Okay, That's so on if you. He-Man is stronger than God, does that make He-Man God? Yeah. By default, <laughs> He-Man has to be God. Our Lord and Savior, you, He-Man. You heard it here, folks. Uh, He-Man is God and Smurfs are angels. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've never wanted a t-shirt that says, Our Lord and Savior is He-Man. <laughs> More than I do right now. <laughs> is that our first Your Mom's a Hoax piece of <laughs> merch? Merch? <laughs> Not the logo. Not the logo? <laughs> what would He-Man do? What would He-Man do? <laughs> but really, we should be taking orders from Papa Smurf. It, really, though? He's the dungeon master. Are you kidding me? He, he is. Yeah. But uh, that's all we got for you guys today. I guess it's a shorter ep this week. Yeah. Um, But we love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, We hope that you guys continue to listen and spread the, the word about uh, about our pod. Yeah, listen to us while you're making that stuffing or fixing that turkey, vibe out with us. Um, Mm -hmm. Have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Eat some food. And those of you that are driving, please be safe, myself included. Yes. Um, But we uh, will see you guys next week, I guess. Yeah. um, Give us a follow on our socials. They are your mom's a house. Wow. Your mom's a hoe. Your your mom's a hoe. (laughs) Can you guess uh, which vine we got our name from? Right. Um, But we are Your Mom's a Hoax Pod on most of the things and YMAH Pod on TikTok. Um, Mm -hmm. If you'd like to email us, our email is yourmomsahoax at gmail.com. Do we have pod at the end? 
Your mom's a hoax pod. Yeah, yeah. I think. Your mom's a hoax pod at gmail.com. Send us mm-hmm. an email. Give us your suggestions. Um, and lastly, please rate and review us. We would love yes. to to have to see that. Yes. Help us out. Help help us help the algorithm. Yes. Words are hard. Please. Do. We'll see you guys next week. All right. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye.